Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hey guys, this episode is going to be a little bit different from the others. I traveled to Modena in Emilia-Romagna for Moto Valley Fest, a long weekend of fast cars and slow food. Emilia-Romagna is kind of particular and totally amazing. It's home to some of the best food products in the world, like prosciutto di Parma, balsamico, lambrusco, and parmigiano-reggiano. They're all from here. Tortellini. It's a cornucopia of delicacies, and you know what? It's no wonder that so many amazing people are from here, like the composer Giuseppe Verdi and Massimo Bottura, born and raised in Modena. But the area is more than just food. It's a land where art meets fashion, like Max Mara and the Collezioni Marmotti, and fashion meets food meets art, like Casa Maria Luigia. And of course, the cars. Oh, the cars and the motorcycles, Maserati, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Dallara, Ducati, I could go on and on and on. And I asked myself, what is it about Emilia Romagna that makes it the fulcrum of amazing things, innovation, and great food? And then I thought I'd ask around. First up, Massimo Bottura of the famed Osteria Francescana. I know, it's the, the classic question. I have no idea. I think is this land is a land of competition. Uh, 500 years ago, they moved the capital from Ferrara to Modena because of uh, the Pope. They won the incoming of the fish of the year, like the money, you know, uh, back. So the and the, in the court uh, of Este, uh, the daughter went and married. King of Spain, she became Queen of Spain. Oh. So uh, it was uh, it was always protected, no? As a Ducato di Ferrara, Modena, and Reggio Emilia. And so this this uh, they they move all the super you know artisans artists from uh, Ferrara to Modena, and they become. Uh, uh, this enclave, no, of uh, of uh, saper fare. You know you, what you can do. What uh, show me what you can do. You know, and uh, and that's uh, I think uh, that was one of the the most important thing. This kind of always a competition, you know, and uh, to show that Ducato Veste is better than uh, the French in Parma or the Pope in Bologna. Okay. So it's always been that. It's always been a war between modern and Bologna. So it got like imprinted in your DNA? I have no idea. <laughs> is that, today I said that the TV show is a, a regional TV show. Yeah, it's a regional TV show. I said it's time for us to switch O with E. That means Modena or Bologna is Modena and Bologna. So, because this is the way you communicate a region. And now, thanks probably to 
my friendship with John Elkin, my friendship with Sergio Marchionne, uh, the brand, the brand ambassador of Maserati, of Ferrari, friend of the guys from Lamborghini and Ducati, as you see. We are building bridges. We are building bridges and create a, a marketing not about Osteria Francescana, just Osteria Francescana, but, uh, you know, the whole area. Think about that. It, on a website where a TripAdvisor and uh, view, I don't know the name of the, the, the web, but uh, it's connected with TripAdvisor. Modena is the third city, the third uh, most wanted place for gastronomy. So, because of Osteria Franciscana and everything we have created along, uh, along Modena, Bologna, and uh, now Maranello, because we just opened uh, Cavallino. So, it's like, I don't know why, it's, but I have this kind of explanation that I think is, is probably the most. Uh, well, you know, I was sitting here, I was, as I was coming up on the train, I was saying to myself, I was like, you know, the food, the to art. Car. 200,000 people live in Modena, and why we have to have Maserati, Ferrari, the best Lamborghini. cars, yeah, yeah. The best and, then, and then Pagani too, Pagani, yeah. because I always forget about Pagani, that is there. We had De Tomaso, you know, have you seen the De Tomaso back there? Which it's, it's There's a beautiful long jump from the 70s. What color is it? Which one? Brown. Oh, brown. it's the brown one, the yeah. The brown one. Now tell me, what's, uh, when you, have you always liked cars? Yeah, I grew up like that. You know, my 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 father was uh, was he had he, he had a company. He was selling coal and uh, wood transform into oil uh, in the sixties and uh, uh, for like like houses for the gas pumps, uh, all the derivated uh, from the oil. So he was a wholesaler of that. Of, uh, of that, and then my brother Andrea had uh, a company in Castelfranco. My brother Paolo in Maranello. So it always been uh, uh, these fuel engines and uh, you know gas pumps and oil and cars, of course. And uh, uh, so growing up uh, with uh, the eight-cylinder, twelve-cylinder, you know what is going to be. What I'm gonna drive? I remember my, my father arrived in the 70s with a, like early 70s with a Merak, red Merak, and my mom starts screaming, "What are you going to do with that car? We have we have five kids, you know." And you know, yes, he had to buy another car, like five seats. Like to fit the kids in, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, so it's all about that, you know. When you grow up, and my brother was extremely passionate about our cars. He was switching my my Golf, like Volkswagen Golf, uh, for his Ferrari because he couldn't go to the to the to his uh, customers, and, like you know, with a Ferrari, you know. So he got the Golf. <laughs> yeah. So he got the Golf, and I was going to school like 18 years old with a two two a three two eight GTS. I was like the professor. They were like, Massimo, what are you doing? What are you doing with the Ferrari here? Oh my God, that like, sounds like a scene from a film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like this, you know. 
uh, as Maserati too, uh, but we always have the had the passion for uh, cars from the area. Always, always, always. Next, I'm joined by Livia Cevolini of Energica Electric Motorcycles. Why do you think it is that Emilia Romagna is producing these incredible vehicles and, and motorcycles? What, like, and not only we have uh, we have uh, Aceto Balsanico, we have the food, we have we had Pavarotti. I'm always joking that it's the food that actually is uh, is uh, is nourishing the brain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think that uh, we have. Uh, Good examples. So when you grow up here, you know that you have Ferrari, you have you have these examples, and and you you don't want to be so different from them. You you really need to 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 do quite similar to them, and so you are pushing continuously you yourself to go that direction and to reach that goals. So you you are never satisfied enough because you know that there were so many people doing excellence here so this is a continuous push that you have it's not very um, it's not very how can I say it's very tiring maybe uh, but on the other side it's also very exciting because you know that you can because they did it in the past so you can you can do as well with big sacrifices but you can do it so because they did it already so it's it's just the examples in my opinion Next up is Orazio Pagani, owner of Pagani and creator of one of the world's most expensive cars, the Zonda Barchetta HP. Orazio's perspective is a little different. He attributes his hub of supercars to this incredible fortune of the region being raised on Ferrari and Maserati for over a century. These visionaries nourished and transmitted passion to the community and to the rest of the world. And thanks to the generosity of these amazing individuals, as well as the, you know, the bounty of the land, he was able to dream about coming to Italy as a young boy while growing up in Argentina. In specific, he wanted to come to Modena and design and create cars. I think he did that with the Zonda. He says, this energy unleashes visionaries. Next up is Francesco Tonon, Maserati's head of global product planning. Oh, thank you. Yeah, let's start from the Maserati of today. I think we are such a strong brand in our hands. We have this combination, as, as you were mentioned before, luxury, performance, innovation. So it's really, uh, basically, a brand that can drive a lot of emotion and passion in our consumer as well. What we are now, we are facing right now, is this kind of revolution, what we call the bevolution in, in our words, this new world that is coming. That is kind of, uh, could be a threat, could be an opportunity, but we really see an opportunity here because there is a consumer that is changing. Awesome. The new luxury consumer is younger, from China, and they look for sustainability, innovation. Yes, heritage is important, the DNA is always important, but you need to bring the future into the brand. I will buy, otherwise the brand will be kind of a dinosaur in the, in the market. So, and I believe that if Alfieri Maserati would start now the, uh, the, the Maserati brand, one, one, and the, one and the years later on, well, he will embrace electrification because electrification can bring a new meaning in the, in the market for the consumer. So that's why the future is already started for Maserati with the Ghibli mild hybrid, with the Levante hybrid that we are going to launch now with test drive in two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, in two yeah. weeks' time. But then the new Gran Turismo, this iconic 
beautiful car that will be blending the 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 high the the, the, the iconic history of the brand together with uh, future technology. So, Gran Turismo electric next year, and then all the rest of the lineup will be electrified. Wow, I mean, it's great to know that. It's great to know that for you guys, the future literally is in a few days with your launch. Now, the last question is about about Emilia Romagna being this crazy nexus for amazing vehicles. Why why do you think that is? I think we are lucky because I mean the the, the place where you were born is kind of uh, define yourself in some way. So and I believe that this place, this area of the of the world, is kind of uh, unique for passion, audacity, and uh, innovation. Again, so it's kind of a really you, you can see really a, a connection between the brand we have and the place where we live. So people here are really passionate about motor racing and these kind of emotions. But they are also able to take risk and this comes to the innovation part. So being here is great because basically you are adding the DNA of this place with all the innovation that we are able to provide to the consumer. And finally, Dallara with CEO Andrea Pontremoli. Basically, I think because we have an incredible network of know-how that is based not only in one company, but we have hundreds of different companies that are around here and they are very specialized and niche things. For example, the exhaust of these cars are made by a company that works in Maranello, CTS, that work also for the Ferrari and also for Pagani. Then uh, the wheels are made by another company that is here. Then the electronics is made by another company that is La Punta, that is in Serra Mazzoni. It is a small company, very specialized on the things. And uh, I think this can happen only in Italy because uh, this is also our way of life. So we like to stay together. And so uh, also for, to have a dinner, to have uh, a beautiful uh, trip around. So these are the, our way of life that is translate on a product. Why do you think, why, do you, why, why, because I, I think it's, it's not just Italy, it's really specific to Emilia Romagna. Yeah. I mean, is it, so, is it how you're teaching the kids? Is it, is it because you have 500 years of amazing, you know, the, the, you have more than 500 years, but the, the past 500 years have been amazing fets of creativity? I mean, I, I find it, you know, I, I start laughing because I think there's the food, there's the art, there's the contemporary art, there's fashion, there's... Yeah, these places. Yeah, it, and, it's, and then add to it incredible cars. Yeah. And it's, it's... I think it's also the base is our culture. You know, how you make the correct statements, how we educate our child. Uh, for example, when you go to the school, we have... 16, 18 different things that we study on the schools, on the high school. Then you go to the university, you have uh, 40, 40 different kind of examinations. So we have a very large base. So we study arts, we study uh, Latin, we study technology at the same level. It's different from the uh, American culture, for example, I have studied there. And uh, when you go to school, 
they start to make examination on you to understand where you are good. Could be mathematicians, you can be an incredible mathematician, or a good football player. It's the same. And then you build up on your skills. Then when you are 25 years old, you are a perfect specialist on something. But we are living in our, in these days especially. You are the super engineer on the titanium bridge. Okay, next year we change the technology, we use wood for the bridge. I don't know if you have the, the large base that enable you to go down and to build up the next skills. And so this is how we grow up. So we are always willing to learn, but in different things. So, because you cannot build up a beautiful car if you don't have a, an arts base or that you have studied Leonardo or you have studied this is a Barocco, this is a Rinascimento, these kind of things. And so it, it, I think it's really our way of life, how we grew up in our culture. And I think that this is what is needed by the world. No. I think. Because we are the only one that is able to deal with east versus west, north versus south. Uh, if you take the Americans, they are in fight with China. Right. Uh, if you take the Italians, for example, we are the best warrior after the war. <laughs> because, uh, you know, when you have uh, finished the war in Iraq, in Kosovo, in Afghanistan, you send the Italians. Italians to keep the peace. Yeah. Why? Because it's our way. Okay. Nice. We, we grew up. Okay, can I ask you now, can I ask you a little bit about the Stradale? Tell yeah. me a little bit about this car, because is this, because most of your cars are racing, correct? Yeah. And this, I mean, this would be racing for fun, but this is more fun than racing, correct? Yeah. No, we, we grew up and Gianpaolo Dallara is a, a racer, pure racer. Mm -hmm. And he, when I became the CEO, he asked me to be able to, to build up his dream. He said, uh, I build up cars for everybody. So he is the father of Lamborghini Miura, uh, Ferrari 333. So Maserati, he was everywhere. Maserati, yeah. oh, everywhere. And he said, I don't have my name on the roads. I don't have any car with a plate with my name. And so before I die, I would like to have my idea of car. And uh, he said, okay, what is your ideal car? He said, I want a car. The brief was, I want a car where you can take away the roof because I want to, uh, during the spring, I want to have the hair on my uh, hair. So, so the gold wings come off. Yes, yeah, it's only these two lights uh -huh. you take away. Nice. And you can take away everything. You can take away the front uh, windscreen, everything, and the remain barchetta, or you can have a spider, or you can have with the doors, as you want. And you can do in your garage, are only two screws. Wow. Yeah, you take away this, and you take away the windscreen. 
or if you want to take away the doors of these two latches. Here, so you take that and they'll be left with the bar. And then if you want to take away this, there's another screw here and another screw on the other side and you take away the entire... Yeah, this is beautiful. So this is the idea. So I want to be able to take away the roof because I want to smell also when you cut the glass. And I want to go on the cheese that is a famous road here, to go on Cinque Terre, to be able to eat fish with my friends in Locanda, in the Isola Palmaria, that is a, a very specific place. Then after my beautiful uh, lunch, I want to go with my car, with the plate, to Mugello, that is the racetrack. Uh -huh. Go there, beat everybody, and go. <laughs> this is the brief of the car. That's a, that's a great brief. I like yeah. that. And these are a race car on the road with the plane. And so the concept started, uh, we built up, the, we started this project seven times. And every, oh, wow. and every time we stopped because uh, there was a customer like Ferrari or Porsche who was taking away the engineers and to put in the other product. When they come to my office, it was June 2015, he said, Andre, I understand that you want to build up the car for me. I want to tell you that I, have, I am 78 years old. Oh, wow. I don't have too much time. And if you build up the car that I'm not still alive, it's not a pleasure for me. So if you want to do it, do it now. now. And so I made a promise, I said, in 80 months, at your 80th birthday, that was 16th of November 2016, you will be able to drive your car. And I made the promise and uh, I was able to, was my biggest, uh, let me say, achievement. Wow. To see his face when he tested the car for the first time, he said, is what I wanted. That must have been a great, that must have been a great feeling. No, I have a quick question. Is this, are these his colors or the colors of the car, the, 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 the detail? Uh, you can do as you want. But what, I'm just curious, what color did he get for his birthday? Let me say, when we have announced the car, it was in two colors, yellow and blue. Ah. That are our colors. See, the Lara is yellow and blue. Yeah, I've seen the yellow one. I love the yellow one. Yeah. And that... the Paolo the Lara car, that is the number one, is ah. yellow. Okay. My car is blue. Okay. And it's the number two. And my car is uh, carbon, like this, yeah. blue, but uh, glossy. Ah. This is man. So this is also, I understand, from what I understand, this is one of the lightest weight cars, correct? Yeah, this is a special car that we have made for Club Italia, that is a group of uh, Italian car owners. Mm -hmm. that ah. They asked to me to make a special car for them. With this kind of color, with the flag, the Italian flag, okay. and all these things. And uh, we have reserved to them, you know, we built up only 600 cars. We have reserved to them that the number from 200 to 210 is for them. And wow. this is the 200, 202. Oh, so they're all numbered as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Because you buy the number, you don't buy the car. So you select your number huh. between 1 and 600. And if it is available, then you get it. You buy it. And you are sure then that we make only 600 cars because we sell 600 numbers. 
So as I said before, the reason I chose this one is like these curves, like this. I saw this and I was like, because it has been designed beautiful. by the, the wind, in yeah, our wind tunnel. That's this what is I was very reading. specific, you know. This is the only car that you take the hair from here, and the hair goes down here, and, and then back. puts out. I mean, this is yeah. I I love it. I hope to see you on the road. I'll look for the blue Delara and I'll look for the yellow one. Yeah. So thank you so Come much. Come over to see us and we love the opportunity. Oh, actually, that's the last thing I wanted to ask you. You reminded me, Delara Academy. Yeah. I was reading about that. Could you just tell me a little bit about that because that sounded awesome. Yeah, the Lara Academy is awesome to see it because it's uh, where we teach the future engineers of the Motor Valley. How old are they? The, the students or the academy? No, the students. <laughs> the students are in the university, so it's the, we have designed seven master degrees uh, of the future engineers, so I take all the, my colleagues here, ten companies, uh -huh. so Ferrari, Lamborghini, Maserati, Ducati, Pagani, Marelli, Alfa Tauri, AS Formula One, uh, Dallara, uh, HP, and together we, I ask them which kind of skills you will need in the future. And so we have sat down and we write down the CVs of the different skills that we will need in the, in the near future. Then we put together the four Motor Valley Universities, so uh, Bologna, Modena, Parma, and Ferrara. And, uh, you know, these four universities all together, it means uh, 5,000 teachers. And so we selected the best teachers for our students. And then we allowed the students to study in our companies. So they have the possibility to test what they design. That is cool. And they can use also the tools that we use, like the wind tunnel, like the driving simulator, that normally when you study, you you see only on pictures. Is this, is it only in Italian? No, it's in English. It's only in English. Oh, that is even cooler. That I didn't know. That's amazing. Well, I am going to have to come and see it then. I really would love to. Yeah. Well, come over. I would love to. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Want to know more about the Motor Valley? Visit www.motorvalley.it. Let's go. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great.